All right, party time. Let's see where the uh, the group is at. Let's get this mental theater popping. You heard? You found me? I'm in. What up, Big Mike? What up? Tony, I can see you, so what's up with you? Uh, Tony, you might need to adjust your camera. You're not as tall as I am. <laughs> yeah. There he is. It's how you dress when you got no job, man. Oh, Josh, you know a little bit about that until tomorrow. <laughs> yes, while well, I'm still at work diligently. Right. This guy. With the with the Lakers hat. So getting into it, host, take us to church. Okay, so welcome to our at home quarantine version of mental theater. Uh, well. <laughs> The quarantine edition. <laughs> yes, but you've heard the three of us before. You listen to Mental Theater on uh, several different uh, platforms. And, of course, uh, I'm your host, uh, Big Mike. Uh, also, we got our guy, uh, Tony Starks Jr. in the building. In his robe. <laughs> um, old man Hefner there. And, of course, uh, the creator of Mental Theater himself, Mr. Josh Waring. How do I make sure that all of our cameras are being recorded? Get no, if at the bottom it says record. If you hit record, it will record everything that's on the screen. It's recording right. already. Yeah, it's recording now, but I only see the recording uh, icon over my mic and video icon. So I want to make sure it's for both of y'all as well. I just Mine wanna... says recording right now. I can see it uh, says recording. All right, just make it sure. So we good. Yeah. Um, all right. So today, while we're at home, and of course, people are at home, uh, not working or quarantined and need things to do. So we're going to talk about our favorite trilogies. And a trilogy is good because it can help you pass many hours while you're still waiting to get back to work and discussing the trilogy and, and absorbing it all the way. I think uh, Mike knows which one is at the top of my list to recommend to him. <laughs> I do. I do. I've already figured that out here. Well, actually, but, too, just... this is the other clue as well. <laughs> is that a trilogy, though? Anyway. Um, I'm going to set my timer here, but we're going to, uh, timer to Anthony help me figure out on the thing yes, here, sir. by the way, but, uh, we're, we're going to jump right into it here. So Josh, you said you want to start here. So what is, we want to go five to one, how we're doing it or. Yeah, we can, we can definitely do five to one. Yeah. That's, right. that's how I wanted to do mine was, um, okay. from the least to best. I'll right, well, go ahead and start it up. then. So rounding out number five. I'm going to have to say, hmm, Lord of the Rings. Really? Wow. Really. Interesting. Wow. I mean, I love all of them, but I'll be completely honest. As someone who read the books multiple times, the book is better. Right. Okay. But the movies are phenomenal. Shout out to Peter Jackson. You know, all the cast, all the producers, I think they took fantasy to a different level at that time. I think they're iconic. And I'm really surprised Miguel has never seen them. Yeah. So, I mean, do we, have to talk, do we have to say that right now? <laughs> oh, yes, we do. We get right to it. Good. Well, let me ask you real quick. Do you think if you didn't read the books, they would be better to you? No, nope. not at all. Okay. Uh, that's not good. Uh, and I feel the same way about Harry Potter as well. 
and I still love all all the movies as well. I just think, you know. Yeah, because you just you just mentioned that because they didn't touch the books. So you you know there are so I feel like because you read the books and it was so great then it didn't hit an expectation so you kind of like it isn't as good to you so I feel like if you didn't read the books maybe they would maybe they might be higher on your list I don't know well, to be fair the theatrical releases are were different but they also did have this you know extended version that were more right. accurate to the books so I actually had the fortune at the petty school to take a senior elective. And in the elective, we watched all the movies. It was about Lord of the Rings, because Tolkien mm -hmm. is a genius. This this man right here, he he's an absolute genius. And I don't know where Big Mike went, but- Yeah, he just dropped out of my screen. But, uh, but yeah, Tolkien, so the, the actual extended version actually follows more closely aligned to the book. And there's a lot of cool elements that I was like, wait, wait a minute. That was in there, but they decided to take it out. But at the end of the day, Hollywood, Tony, you and I understand how this goes, but at the end of the day, I I still have to. It, it's in my top five for a reason. Yeah, it's awesome. What about yourself, sir? What you have? What you have at number five? Oh, so we're gonna go around and each person do their fifth one. Yeah, that's you cool. know, yeah. Okay, that's cool. Um, I, this was a big deal to me. Um, they tapered off a little bit, but again, I'm not well versed as far as what I like as far as entertaining. All right, cool. He's back. Oh, yeah, we see you. All right, cool. So I'm not, uh, as far as what we call you guys, which might be entertaining you, might be different than me. But um, a big deal to me was the Scream, man. So Scream mm. is my number five. Um, wait, wait, wait. I, did Josh do his whole five already? No, no, no. What know. he's going to do is he's doing five. I'll do my five, and you do your five. So I think All that right. is kind of cool. Yeah. Right, gotcha. um, the Scream was such an iconic um uh series when it came out like part one um like some stuff on my list might be really high even if the whole series wasn't great but like one of the one of the series was such a big deal to me like scream one was like such a big deal and then part two i feel like what they branched on to they had it going they had you really into it and so i um the scream is coming in number five for me scream series that makes sense this gentleman loves halloween as does his yes, lovely wife so that sir. makes complete sense so we're gonna let that slide however scream has four movies so it's not actually a trilogy so and was, then, it, and, was it actually a fourth one yes it's a literal fourth movie where um wait i thought Campbell's the fourth was the rebooting of the of the three of the original yeah, that doesn't count. No, no, no. Nev Campbell, uh, mm -hmm. the girl, lady from uh, Friends, they all came back for a fourth movie. It's a fourth part of Scream. It's Scream 4, actually. You can look it up <laughs> while you're there. All right, so, well, that's not actually a trilogy. So all right, you're right. you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I'm trying to think but, if I... I mean, if was, I had... the, was the fourth movie any good, though? That's not the point. <laughs> yeah, no, you got a point. You're, you're right. You're right. 100% right. Uh... Man, I ah, that's crazy. I didn't look at right. it. Screen four. No, I'm about to look at it. I, I, I actually I remember the four symbol now. Actually, yeah. as I'm thinking about it. Um. Yeah, came her, her out little cousin. Uh, what's what's her name? Uh, came out in 2011. Yeah, 2011. Screen yeah, four. Right. All right. Well. Uh, well, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. My bad. Botch that one. Just keep going and I'll uh, I'll replace it. <laughs> All right. So uh, my number five would actually be Back to the Future Trilogy. 
Interesting. Okay. Back to the Future is a trilogy. It's a great yeah. trilogy. Um, part one, just the introduction to the whole science behind the um, the going uh, time machine, uh, the doc with Marty McFly. It was just so cool for the time period. True. You were like a teenager at the time, so I'll show you like to tell me. Right, right. I did. It was yeah, it's a, a big deal. It was just a fun time. And then part two took it up a notch to where, you know, he went to the actual future and he had, the, uh, you know, the, the sneakers that were like able to like tie to themselves and the yeah. skateboard. It was such a big deal for pop culture. Part three, not as good with like the old time you train, but the first two were so great. That's my number five trilogy. Could I, could I real quick throw Star Wars in there? I, I, I yeah. kind of don't feel like Star Wars. I know you guys are going to disagree, but I feel like it's not a trilogy because they had so many of them. But I guess well, the there's first three, there's three different distinct trilogies. But I'm going to throw Star Wars in there. I, I don't All even right. think I need to talk about it because you guys yeah, are going to talk which, about it. Which one? Which oh, the, the original. The original. All right, five, I'm six. not. All yeah, right. once the originals ended, I just I watched them all besides uh, Solo, but I'm not. I stopped being a fan of Star Wars. So I know you guys are huge into it, all this stuff. I feel like George Lucas doesn't even do it anyway. We could whatever. But yeah, Star, Star Wars. Wars counts because they counted as three separate trilogies. I guess watch movies or whatever. So okay. um, we'll go. We'll go with that. Go ahead. Go very ahead. nice. Very nice. Okay, so my number four would be okay. the Matrix trilogy because for the time being it still is a trilogy yeah, yeah. it is yeah yeah that's fair even though the, the even new... though they're making right a or it's actually, not out yet i still think they're rebooting the franchise okay. so it could be a separate trilogy because i feel like this is how warner brothers does business they love trilogies, right. they love franchises so i think this will be a new trilogy but the original matrix trilogy absolutely i wanted to put that on my list but i felt like only the part one was good so and that's but, and that's fair and the box office definitely agrees with you on that i guess for me esoterically speaking i mean what especially the matrix reloaded is my favorite one i mean the first one is a classic but the matrix right. reloaded and the topics that they discuss with the marrow right. engine talking about human human nature it's it's a very deep movie very deep film yeah. i think that's why i didn't do good in the box office because it might have been a little too deep might have been too much yeah I think it was the scenery, to be honest with you. I think part one was cool because it looked like a real world. And then uh, you had a glimpse of them going into like, okay, it looked like our world, but you realized the real world scenery was different. And then mm -hmm. the next ones, it was just so, it, I think it was too much of, you know, the, the, the spaceships or aliens or whatever flying around with the tentacles. You know, I feel like people was like, you know, that's my opinion. And that's why I count it actually, because I feel like that, the second and third one was like four years after the first. Right. So the technology got a little bit better. So right. some of those um, um, scenes, Sense, fighting Sentinel scenes, chasing, the, 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 the car chasing with twins is amazing. Right. And, um, and reloaded and stuff like that. Not to mention the whole gunfight scene inside the little nightclub. So that's yeah. just um, yeah. a, lot, a lot of those scenery in the second and third movie that right. wasn't in the first movie, I will say. That's so Segway King, speaking of nightclubs, my fourth favorite series, the first scene started off in a nightclub, and it was amazing. And I'm going to the Blade series. Oh, nice. Okay. Blade, nice. Blade, that was such a huge... You know what Blade did for movie, the, the comic book franchises, period. Yes. People like yes. to give it to Iron Man or Batman, but before that, the Blade... I mean, yeah, they got worse at times. Actually, no. I think part two, and it took me a while to realize, I think part two was a better movie overall. It had better music, it had a better villain. Like, um, it was, uh, 
anyway, but I won't get too deep into that. But yeah, the Blade trilogy was is number four on mine. I mean, it was uh, the first movie was almost flawless, right? The second movie, um, it took me after watching a couple of times, I had to agree with my friend, like, yeah, I think it's the better movie. And the, the fact that I had to watch a couple of times and realize it just shows that both of those movies are kind of cool. Um, and then third one, eh, it was all right. But Trinity was trash, bro. But it's, it's still a good pick, though. Yeah, they shouldn't have put Triple H in there, but <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, it was just not good at the side or whatever. Wow, I actually never seen any of the movies. Oh wow! Really? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I'll, I'll have to add that to the list out of respect yeah. for Tony Stark Jr. And since we are, since this is mental theater related, I have to do some breaking news here. So okay. apparently Netflix has gone down in Europe. Oh wow! Too many people using it. Oh man! Or did they even with them the lowering the 25 percent? Too many people using it. That's crazy. So hopefully that doesn't happen to us next. I but I feel right. like they lowered it for them just so we could have it more. Personally, <laughs> <Maybe. laughs> hopefully. Yo, listen. If the United States didn't have Netflix, it'd be rioting. Ah, we can't Netflix and chill. Be honest with you, if you don't have a four K TV or you're not watching it at quality anyway. So it's like a lot of people don't have that. So I think it's okay to lower 25% for now. To be honest with you, yeah. that, that is serious. And a lot of people don't think of that, you know. So Yeah, good point. so it doesn't really matter. But I'm going to go ahead and go with my fourth one on the list, and okay. um, which might even be on Mr. Waring's list. And I'm going to go with the Spider-Man trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yes, Miguel! I figured that. Yeah, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man's list, um, despite the flaws in part three. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Doc Ock. Man, you know what? I should have put that on my list, man. That's, <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? But, but, but um, you know, Spider-Man 1 was just uh, superb for comic books at that time. Yeah. Like, you didn't see stuff like that at that particular time. Even Blade, which was good, but it was more, like, grounded. He wasn't swinging around and stuff like that. You know yeah, I mean? but so, that's not fair because Blade doesn't really do all of what Spider-Man do, so that's not fair. Right, so it was good, but it was easier, I'm saying, like, to to, to, to get to do what they were able to do and let it be known on screen, especially because that was coming off of a few years at the, after the Spider-Man cartoon. So right. people who were fans of the cartoon were almost like, yo, it's just like the cartoon kind of deal. So right. it was good. And then Spider-Man 2. Just the but, ages here, that was the newer cartoon. Because in my day and age, it was Spider-Man and Friends. You probably wasn't born then, but it's all good. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> that was back with the Atari, right? All that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, so uh, uh, Spider-Man Part 2 is mm -hmm. still... In the top, I would say 25 comic book films of all time. Yes. Way better than yes. Spider Man Part Three. Yes. Um, fight scenes were good. The um, it's just everything about Peter was good in that movie. It was it was almost a flawless movie, and yeah. it's still one of the best uh, of all time. Part Three had a lot of villains, so it was good. Um, mm -hmm. uh, uh, cinematically, it, it it just had some flaws. But overall, yeah. that's my number four trilogy. Yeah. Spider Man Three was good. I think the delivery was bad. Like, they could have did everything they did, but just the, I guess, the way they put it out there just didn't work. Yeah, so, something like that. It was just, there, it was just yeah, it was yeah. something like But some people don't think that, so. Yeah. I guess it, you know. Yeah. All right, Josh, number number three, you're up. Number three is the same exact trilogy, Spider-Man, okay. the, the original, the thing oh, that cool. I, I would say that set off the modern-day version of comic book genre films. 
if it wasn't for this series right here, I don't think anything would have ever happened personally. I agree. You like part three more than the other two. I do. And like, no, no, real quick. Is that, are you serious? Or you just, I just thought the whole time you're joking. Like you're not, you're not serious that you really like part three that much. Well, I love part three, but I don't love it more than first two. Okay. 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 But I actually do like the third, even though some people don't like <laughs> and I don't understand why. I mean, Peter's Venom is spectacular. Even with Peter walking down the street? Yeah, he, yo, Peter's acting like Tony Stark Sr., <laughs> come on. <laughs> That's how he acting. That's not, he should stay in his lane because that wasn't his lane. You know, the, the, the sad man wasn't a good villain to me. He had no personality. I think my problem is everybody was crying in the movie. The Sandman's crying. The, like the Hobgoblin's crying. Peter's like, yo, what is this? Like the like <laughs> so Webos in that movie, man. <laughs> it's the it's the resolution. So it wasn't the climax. I would say two was the climax of the And I feel like they dropped the ball. One of his Spider-Man's iconic, most iconic villains is Venom. And like you, you get a chance to put Venom in a movie, and the movie end up not being good. Like that's a shame. Well, the moment they cast a Topher Grace as Venom, I knew it was going downhill from there. <laughs> what? Who drops the Chris from the name Christopher? Like that's just ridiculous or whatnot. So, if you're a celebrity, you got to stand out somehow, Miguel. Right? <laughs> Maybe you just want to go by Gail, right? Or <laughs> what? or Kyle yeah. instead of yeah. Michael. You know. Anyway, uh, what's your number three, uh, Tony? Um, my number three, where without a shadow of a doubt, it's it was awesome. It's Lords of the Ring. Nice. Like, um, Lords of the Ring, Mike. You know, if you get a chance, watch. I get it. If it's not your thing, then don't watch it. But that's my thing. Yeah. Well, now because you said when it first came yeah. out, that wasn't yeah. yeah. Um. Hands down, man. Like, I understand. Um, I think Josh made a good point before when we were talking. Back then, it was long. Nowadays, it has not considered long. And uh, those movies, I'm talking about acting was on point. Um, costumes was on point. Um, just everything in all of those movies was great. However, I really, really liked part two. Um, the best, just because of that battle at the end when he brought... Oh, never mind. That would be a big spoiler. But um, yeah, man, that's an awesome series. And as as long as as long as you don't have a problem with time, uh, that's it's enjoyable. Awesome. awesome. Now, is that your favorite too, Josh? Or Return of the King is your favorite? Oh, Return of the King is my favorite. But okay. at the same time, the fellowship is incredible. So all, right. all of them, all of them are all ten. Right. They're all really good. It's just for me, it was a certain scene, I won't say, that just drove it. I was just like, the chills, like that was, you know, when the chips are down, you know, that face you get. Dude, for me, that was like, that was almost like, remember uh, Independence Day? We will not go out without a fight. That big speech and then all this, yeah. All right. Uh, no, it's funny. I'm pretty sure me and Joshua had the same number one. So that's hilarious, actually. Wow. But, um, uh, I think we'll lean we'll towards that. But just <laughs> <laughs> see that. Uh, we, got, we got a lot of stuff we watch in common, Josh and I, actually. So, um, but uh, my number three, um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Star Wars for number three. Actually, I think uh, just that original four, five, and six, like you said, New Hope. Uh, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the uh, Jedi. Empire Strikes Back is so good. 
Um, it's almost flawless, one of, one of those movies. And it's just the introduction and what it did. And for me, um, it was just, I watched it so late. And I was like, it's pretty good, you know. So right. I, I really got into it. And it just became a whole um, thing, the mystery of the, who's the father, that he's the father. You know, I could imagine that moment back when you were 22 when it came out. Tell me how you are really like that. And so, I'm, I'm joking. I was about to say, in the 70s, I'll be like, what? <laughs> I'm thinking, hold up. But, um, no. So, I, that, that's, that's my number three. Definitely. Uh, Got to have Star Wars in there. Man. I think Star Wars came out in 77, right? Yeah. I believe so, yes. Yeah. Josh, number two. Number two is what you just listed. The original Star Wars trilogy. Wow, and, look at that set right there. That was called yeah. Pretty Penny right there. I mean, back in the day, now it's probably, what, like $2? Because no one really oh. gets disc anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, for all the reasons you said, this, the, the screenwriting alone and the story plot, I mean, how you're plucking, you know, let's say human, like the generation of human beings alone, just the different story elements of, you know, being esoteric and things like that. So having a figure like Luke, but also a redeemable character like Darth Vader, who throughout the entire film, you're terrified of him. I mean, not as terrified as Rogue One, <laughs> that scene. But that's true. I, I forgot that he's probably one of the, he's probably the best villain of all time. Absolutely, I forgot to mention that, especially yeah. in those three movies. Yeah, um, yeah. And the fact that they were able to, I think this is really hard to do in film unless you really know what you're doing. To have a character like that, and then still everyone still root for him at the end. Yeah. I think that's. I think that was a success, especially before for, even knowing his origin story. They still root for him in the end, so that, that that's a very good success. Well, I also. I think it's also different. I think what's cool is the three of us on here. Um, you guys um, agree with a lot of things, and um, I'm giving a different perspective because uh, I just like to be entertained, and and my entertainment doesn't mean uh, great acting and stuff like that. But um, I think also you guys are a little younger than me, so when I, I'm from the day and age, like you don't like villains. Like for instance, right? My wife is younger than me; she's 36, and in The Walking Dead. Okay, I won't ruin it, but when they killed a very prominent character, she thought it, it was really cool. In the new age, the bad guy was like that guy. And I was so like traumatized that I hate this character because I'm older and I, I'll go back from, so back in the day, no, Star, uh, Darth Vader wasn't cool. Darth Vader was a villain. Oh my God, he's just, you know, so, it, you know, it's a different perspective for me. And I was like, I mean, years later, you look at like, man, Darth Vader is an awesome villain. Like a really good bad guy, but I was never rooting for the, for him. But again, back then it was like light and dark. Like you were just a little kid, so you you know you had to be into just like Back to the Future and Biff, right? Yeah, like who's liking Biff? But maybe now. Actually, you know what's funny? The show we're talking about on the previous uh, Mental Theater, I mean, that Josh put on, that I talked about uh, the Sopranos. You and I were talking about. Uh -huh. He's one of the first like actual like bad guys people rooted for. One of the Sopranos. Okay. Gotcha. Because really, in the end of the day, he's a mafia guy who kills people, right? Because <laughs> of their right. money. But you root Alleged. for him in, allegedly. <laughs> but you root for him the entire series. So oh, he was yeah. one of the first, and, and that was kind of a uh, taboo at the time. You're right. When the show came out in the '90s, but they were mm -hmm. like, "Yo, we're gonna have a bad guy be the main character," and then it went on and on and on. People like you know Dexter or, or other people were like, "Yeah, the yeah, bad people yeah. Were the main character stuff like right. that," which is so much so like. 
you know, going to uh, forward to uh, like Killmonger, who people love, right? right? And Black Panther, and then Thanos or whatever, you know, yeah. and, and stuff like that. So it's like now it's now a switch. You're right; it wasn't um, as as much as as then, but as it is right now. So I'm gonna lead into my number two because you just did your number two, correct? Um, this is gonna be way left field. You guys aren't gonna see this coming at all. It's showing my age. Um, man, part one was such a big, huge deal in my life. Part three was trash, but I got my kids to watch it. Um, the Never Ending Story. Dude, wow. the music for The Never Ending Story, I still listen to, like, that's when, oh man, like that movie, like you had a trail and like, um, um, it, listen, listen, listen. Did you, both of you guys see that? I never heard of it until just now. <laughs> All right, well, you, I'm, you, I'm sure you, I'm, I'm positive you wasn't born when it came out. I wait, um, it, bro. Wait, is this I the line? It. Is this the line where they're like Bastion? Yes. Yeah. Call my name. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So um, I, I know but, the pop culture reference. That that's about. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Growing <laughs> I've up, seen it. Was, I've actually, I've seen the whole trilogy. I've okay. Seen one of them. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that, well, isn't that three, your birth year as well, Big Mike? Nineteen eighty-four. Huh. Isn't that your birth year as well? It is. It is. Yep. yep. 1984. Yeah. yeah. So part three ended up being like a kid's movie, but um, so it was really, really bad. Like the characters with the big heads and all that. But um, but part one and two was really good. Just a story. Um, and back then watching this giant dragon or uh, luck dragon is what they call him. He looked like a giant white floating dog, like on scene on screen as a little kid. It was like amazing. And the animatronics they use and the big rock creature and like. Ne I would never like, but that's my childhood, man. And that part one, they nailed it. Part two, they nailed it. Um, those were some super long movies. So as a kid, it's like watching a, a movie that long. Um, but the stories was really good. Um, talk about a, the really good good guy versus the like evil, like this evil sinister thing. The nothing was in part one, and it's everything is disappearing when the nothing comes to it. You had the ice queen up in the ivory tower, like it. That's my number two. The Never End Story. All right. Um, <laughs> I will not watch that, but I will stick your uh, recommendation for our fans. Uh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, what, and what's up behind you, Josh? You don't have a closet? What, what is he hanging up on a window? What's going on? <laughs> it's, uh, it's both. I have both. Okay. Um, but uh, my number two, actually, is going to be uh, the Captain America trilogy which is the first Avenger, the Winter Soldier, and Civil War. Uh, the last two done by the Russo brothers, who I adore simply. Right. And even though it had a slow start with the first Avenger, first Avenger was solid. It wasn't great, but right. it was solid to me. But right. then the Winter Soldier, which is, as you know, in my top two uh, comic movies of all time right. or whatever. And then Civil War took up another notch with all the people in there. So that's going to be like, it's a great comic book trilogy overall. His trilogy is the best out of all the Marvel people, you know, overall. I didn't like Winter. I didn't like uh, Civil War, but. Um, wow. Of all things, too, Civil War. That's yeah. crazy. But yeah. I know, right? Look at Josh's face. <laughs> but I get, like I said, I like a climate to class. So I like a really good, good guy and a really good villain. And the villain was terrible. So if you could prove me wrong, well, the, let, the, I'd like to hear it. Well, the villain was Bucky, right? And. Civil no. War? 
No, the villain was pretty much the dude. I don't even know his name, but the guy whose wife died and he got mad, so he set them up. Zemo, the villain, but that wasn't the, the, the. It wasn't really about a villain. It was more about them fighting each other. Well, like I said, I like a movie with a really good good guy and a really good villain. It had no villain. His villain was trash. So it was like it wasn't a complete movie to me. I just felt like it was missing that like that that main like for instance, you know why uh, Civil um um the second Avenger a uh, second. Captain America movie was really good, uh, Winter Soldier, Soldier because, yeah. dude, when you seen the trailer and he throw the shield and somebody catches the shield, you're like, all right, this guy could go toe-to-toe with Cap. Then he goes toe-to-toe, like, that. that's what I call a movie. I you mean, Winter Soldier's my favorite of all time. You oh, know, I know. Of all. Of all. Yeah. Like, Winter Soldier's amazing. It's grounded. It's, yeah. it's, it, it catches you out of nowhere. It's just, it's so good. But Civil War's pretty good, too, though. Like, some, like, you know, I'm like, some of the fight scenes in Civil yeah. War, even between each other, is just like, you know, so dope and whatnot. Yeah. So, and to me, that's the my, my, my second best trilogy. That's cool. That's cool. I'm surprised they got the first. No, the first is your first for sure. Or what's what's your first? Which is obviously the uh, the Dark Knight trilogy, as we see here. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Did you just put that up today for the show? He did. No, yeah. no, that's been up there for at least a couple of years, actually. Okay. But uh, yeah, the Obviously, Christopher Nolan is my favorite director, and I feel like this this actually took comic book films to the next level. So we started talking about with what Spider-Man did in terms of the entire landscape of films going forward, and then Christopher Nolan took it that one step next. So I feel like with, without Christopher Nolan, you wouldn't have the Joker, you wouldn't have, you know, uh, Logan, things like that. So I think that putting Batman in a modern day society with how, you know, essentially how the Joker kind of told how people would react if, uh, if a, a crisis happened. So yeah. I don't know if you guys saw that video going around. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. On, on social media. So to me, it was very realistic. I mean, if there, if there was a way for a billionaire to, you know, be, be Batman, I feel like it would look a lot like how, Christian Bell did it and Christopher Nolan and shout out RIP to Heath Ledger. Right. Okay. Um, upgrade, upgrade the video? Josh? Wait, say that again? Did you just upgrade our video? I don't think so. What happened? It said yes. it has been upgraded by the host. Now we have unlimited minutes. Uh, yeah, it did say we were running out of time. So I guess we should wrap it up. Right. So let's wrap it up real quick. I just want to say um, Blade was everything you just described with Batman. It was just ahead of his time. If you watch the Blade series, it was it was bloody, gory, gritty. Blade was everything Batman was, just not as popular. It was ahead of his time. But um, my no. number one, guys, <laughs> I was, but my number one is going to again is going to shock you guys. But um, huge fan of the ring, man. The ring was like, uh, oh, okay. yeah, the ring. Um, I was I watched that probably one of my number one movies I watched the most, um, and it was just something different. And the way you had to get rid of it was so sinister. Did you seen it? You seen it? Ring? Yeah, the ring. I've never seen the ring. No, I've never seen it. Uh, I don't want to give it away. Well, you probably won't watch it. But um, anyway, it was so sinister. The way you had to give it away. Remember at the end, like when they went to Blockbuster, I was like, but anyway, um, and part two came out. So each ring added like peeled back layers of the story in the movie because you want to know who's Samora, where she came from. They want to know, okay, well, who was her real parents? And then, and then even when part three wasn't as well received, but part three added that extra layer of like her parents and where she really came from. And you was just like, 
So yeah, that's my all-time favorite movie series. It actually reminded me of The Grudge as well. True. They both was um, Aren't they both uh, Japanese, Japanese stars. Movies? Yeah. Yeah, they're both yeah, they both yeah. Because the uh in Japan, um, and I seen the actual movie, it's actually called Ringu. The original is called Ringu. Okay. So yeah. Um so no, Blade uh Blade is nothing like the Dark Knight. I just it, want to it say was, that. I mean, it's better if you ask me, but <laughs> and I don't know if we want Miguel to watch the ring because he loves TV so much. I feel like after ring one, he would be terrified of watching TV. Yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> Touche. Okay. All right. Um I'm uh I'm I'm with the Dark Knight too, man. I'm I'm with Josh. I knew I, I knew it was coming, but right. it's just um I think uh it, the Batman begins underappreciated. Oh yeah, actually. Um, and if you go back and watch it now, you realize I did within the last year. I realize mm-hmm. how great of a film that was. It's because the Dark Knight set the bar so high, it made you underappreciate Batman Begins, and then it also made you kind of feel like you weren't given enough in uh, Dark Knight Rises because the Dark Knight's so good. But they all are fantastic movies. Um, the whole train scene and and, and Batman Begins. Raz uh, al Ghul. Yeah, Raz al Ghul. That's really good. Like that, like you said, it, it just set the bar for like, for me, like for more grounded films, a lot of whole bunch of superpowers and things like that. Yeah. I thought it was dope. And then yeah. for Joker, he just has so many plans on top of plans on top of plans. It just was amazing. And what he did with the, um, the Batmobile and the, um, and the uh, and the bike and all that stuff and the way it, the way it works and having Lucius Fox as somebody who like makes because you know before that like you really never saw Lucius at all in like the uh, comics or cartoons so it was like once you make it all this shit but now I'm sorry to curse but but now it's like um you can see it and then like I said the Dark Knight Rises is underappreciated too and then we go back and watch that. Like your boy Bane. Like I, mean, yeah, you know I actually Bane, so. that was my favorite out of them, but yeah. And um I just think, you know, some of his lines, you know, Joker was kind of uh cynical and, and crazy, but some of Bane's lines, like, you know, the part about, you know, he was raised in the darkness, you were yeah. only adopted or whatever. Like that's just oh my god. Do you feel in charge? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Dark Knight. Definitely the top trilogy. It's just it's timeless. It's undefeated. It's the best comic book film. And and if you don't like Batman, then it's probably not that good. <laughs> but but if you're a Batman fan, I agree. Like if you're a Batman fan, you, it just it nails it. I think if you're a film fan, it's still nailed for you. Guys. No, that's not fair because some people don't even like comic book stuff, so they would be like, what? No, that's not at all. No, for real, no. think about it. There's some people who, that's why it's called a genre, right? There's different genres. So some people just, like like you mentioned The Sopranos. I told you last night, I would never watch that. Like, no trailer could make me say, oh, I want to watch that. Now, if you end up saying, dude, just give it a chance, watch the first episode, then I might be like, yo, this is amazing. But some people are into genres. And so if you wasn't into comic books, you probably would be like, like that, man. Well, to be fair... I would argue, and let's put the Avengers in that category as well, because of the monetary success worldwide. Not that many people are in the comic books like that. Right. Well, it's pointed that people are still going to watch them and love them, whatever, even though they're not comic books. We're we're just saying it's a it's a good movie regardless of the right of of the context. But that that's a great point. Yeah, that is a great point. But like me, like you said, I wasn't the fantasy, and then somebody said, "Hey, check out Game of Thrones," and now you know I love it. 
So, yeah, you know, now it's time to check out Lord of the Rings. I will yeah, watch Lord of the you, Rings. You have to. Yeah. You're doing a disservice to yourself to not yeah, watch Lord of the Rings. It's time for you to go to the Shire, which is where Tony is from. <laughs> okay. And then Josh will watch yeah. Never Ending Story, and then we'll have a uh, we'll talk about it together. <laughs> hey, listen, call my name. <laughs> but that's another episode for Mental Theater. Just a little uh, something for you guys to think about. Also, can you guys both plug uh, Big Mike, Little Ant, and how you guys discovered Zoom, which is the whole reason why we're doing this now? Yeah. Well. Okay. It, Mike actually discovered Zoom, which is amazing. Uh, but yeah, we came up with a, a show, Big Mike and Little Ant, and we um we just we uh cover m- many topics, so nothing's off of the table on our show. Um, but yeah, Mike, take it away because you came up with Zoom, and it's amazing. Yeah, I just seen some uh, one of my favorite influencers uh, using Zoom, and I realized while this is happening now, we can do that and do a whole show for you guys like we just did, as well as one Anthony and I did last night on Big Mike, uh, Little Ant on our. Uh, and we'll put YouTube that. Channel. We'll put the link in the description below. So check that out, guys. Yes, definitely. And um, and I thought it would you know work out great for us. And you're going to see us more doing it. Josh and I on a, a new you radio probably next week. Uh, which will be good, and we'll have more links for that. And, um, you know, while we're doing this, we can just talk about stuff and figure out what we can watch with each other. We'll have an, another show for you guys soon, uh, Josh, Anthony, and I, with some other type of topics or things you can watch or things to do while you're on this hiatus or, or quarantine. So we're very excited about that. Absolutely. And guys, check out the Mental Theater episode uh, that we just put up recently where Josh uh, tackled a bunch of different movies. Tell them a little bit about it, Josh. Well, it's just, you know, I was thinking about what are the ways that people could have escapism, for lack of better words, because that is a healthy part of society, being able to be entertained so you're not, you know, completely engaged mentally all the time. People really need, like, the whole, our whole genre, right, fantasy genre, it was very pivotal for people growing up. Some people getting picked on, oh, I have a hero like Iron Man, Superman, Mm -hmm. Batman to look up to and be inspired by, Black Panther, whoever all the way to Harry Potter and Star Wars, right? So it it is a very, I would say, it's a very healthy to engage in your imagination. And I feel like these films that we all come together and identify with in peace, which is dope, and sometimes in, in squabbling. <laughs> is, <laughs> but I, I do think it's very fun and needed. So that's why I was like, all right, what are, what are some of the best shows that you could watch right now while being quarantined? Then I also came up with something else, like this show right here. Yeah. And then the next one we're going to do next are the best franchises. Which I'm sure will be the shirt he has on right now. <laughs> so, well. that, that'll be in there. Obviously, there'll be some Avengers in now, there. Now, here's the cool thing. I'm curious to see if you guys' franchises will still connect. I can guarantee mine is going to be way different than you guys, but I can't wait to see it. Like, that's going to be awesome. Mm, All right. Well, you guys heard it. That's going to be our next show we'll do, and we'll bring you that soon. Thank you for listening. All right. You have a uh, and watching. Have a All right, guys. Day. Thanks for watching. Thanks for joining us, and be safe out there. All right. Hey, <laughs>
And the reason why I'm mentioning this because you said um attainable goal by next year to have the thousand subscribers, and this is the first time where I felt I'm taking my YouTube channel outside of being a hobby. Now I'm actually looking into making it better. I'm looking into um, trying to grow it and advertise it. And before, you know, I just made content for fun. And I'm still always going to make content for fun, but I'm going to look at it differently as far as promoting it and as far as trying to get more subscribers and stuff like that. So, and I even seen a, a huge growth of subscribers uh, within the last, you know, maybe uh, six months ago. So um, it's kind of cool to look at things a little bit differently.